Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Mic check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right now-ish. I'm Pendarvis Harshaw, and this is right now-ish. A few weeks ago, Karina Ho, a musician and dancer who performs under the stage name Aniko, sent me a video of her newly released short film, We Sleep No More. She made the music for it, and choreographed the movements, and it solely features folks in wheelchairs. As the music is flowing, they synchronize arm movements and head nods and spins in their chairs. It's actually just like any other interpretive dance performance, and that's Aniko's goal, using art to further normalize the lives of people living with disabilities. And she feels that she can do this work because of the push for disability rights that was done here in the Bay Area years ago. Hi, Kitty. Are you guys okay with Totally cool. Okay. I stopped by Aniko's lakeside apartment in Oakland to talk with her about her work. Here comes the tiger, and now it's time to go. It has a splash of electronic production. Maybe we'll stay here and wait. Which is something that I learned while I was recovering as just a way I could tie in more instruments. But it's very kind of ethereal. It's, it's a little bit trip-hoppy. It's a little bit sexy. It's a little bit bluesy. And of course, ties in my training as a classical pianist. Music just makes me feel so powerful. She also trained in ballet while she was growing up, but her relationship to dance changed in 2014. So my story starts about five and a half years ago when I was injured in a car accident. I was rear-ended by a semi-truck on 101 North, coming home from a family road trip. So I was in the car with my whole family. And the result of that was I lost some family members, and was paralyzed from the chest down. And in the recovery process, which was just the most insane thing ever, because one minute you're just walking around a normal human, and then the next minute you're being told that you're gonna sit in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. Yeah, it definitely shifts the way you exist as a human. The story of Karina's shift and developing her musical alter ego in just a few. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. 
Hey, what's up? I'm Pendarvis Harshaw, the host of KQED's Right Nowish podcast. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. There's no way to imagine what it was like to come to grips with that reality after the accident. In my mind, my life was over and I should just, you know, live in a nursing home. Full credit to Anako's ambition. Her perspective didn't stay that way for long. As she recovered, she leaned on her art for support. I was injured near San Jose, so I was kind of stuck in the South Bay throughout my whole hospitalization process. And then when I moved back to Oakland, some friends introduced me to the former artistic director of Axis Dance Company, Judith Smith, and she founded that company in 1987. She invited me to take class, and I eventually became a company member and toured and performed with them for two and a half years. The Axis Dance Company is a Bay Area-based dance troupe that works with locally and nationally known performers and choreographers, both with and without disabilities. And their productions, from the footage I've seen, are mind-blowing. If I've never seen your performance before, how would you describe it visually? What does it look like? You know, I, I am sitting in a wheelchair, so I am not doing any of the leaps and twirls that I used to do. When you're dancing with people with different types of bodies, you can actually do a lot of awesome creative things. So say a person who's standing up is doing something with their legs, you know, maybe kicking. I might try to replicate that with my arms, which are the limbs that are available to me. And so that could be really cool to see on stage. We also do a lot of really acrobatic, very athletic things. You know, I'm carrying dancers on my shoulders and we're turning together. You know, it just, you really have to go see it. I, I encourage everyone to, to check out Axis or other integrated dance companies around the world. I learned so many incredible lessons about what it truly means to be inclusive and how inclusivity just requires a little bit of creativity. For people with disabilities, we're largely a, an invisible population and most people write us off as being less capable, less beautiful. And so I think being on stage and having the opportunity to perform for People of all different types, professional dancers, just regular audience members, other disabled communities around the country, it was so powerful to learn that I could still bring value. I wasn't lesser then. In watching her movements, I get the feeling that the human body can't be stopped. Like, even with her injuries, she uses the range of motion she has to express herself. And she does it with balance, with timing, with visibility. You know, I didn't get to see a lot of examples of my new self in television or in magazines. And so there weren't a lot of positive affirmations. Yeah, I think joining Axis was a great way not only to interact with other people who had similar disabilities as me, but also to be able to see myself as beautiful. And that took time. After spending a few years with the organization, Aniko is no longer with Axis. She's started her own production company which is where the Anako title comes from. And she's working on new music and spreading the word about her short film. I've seen the videos. Beautiful work. Thank like, you. All choreographed by you? Most of it, yeah. I've been working on a film dance music project called We Sleep No More, featuring five dancers in power wheelchairs. I also wrote the music behind it.
your perspective, what, what are some of the things that laid the foundation for the work that you do now? I think the Bay Area is really special in that there are such a wealth of different organizations that are constantly pushing work forward. There's an exceptional amount of visibility here, especially in the East Bay. You'll see people with disabilities around. And I think that's so necessary for people to just have us in their awareness. And that's part of what I want to do through my work is to just promote normalization, visibility, like someone who's sitting down in a chair can make bomb music and can connect with all sorts of people. I hope that will be a way to instigate normal, organic conversation around this. Much respect and many thanks to Aniko for not only inspiring others through your art, but for grounding it in reality, like we're all humans and every day is a struggle. And that's never going to change, no matter who you are. I don't want this to come off as an inspirational story where something traumatic happened and I bounced back from it and everything is hunky-dory and great. Um, the fact of the matter is that life will forever be more complicated. It will forever be more difficult. I think I've come a long way and I think I have a lot of value that I intend to add to the world, but you know, I still fight stereotypes and the assumptions, the biases that we were talking about earlier every single day. So it's still, there's still a lot of work to be done. You can find more of our work at onicomusic.com. That's O-N-I-K-H-O music.com. I want to take a minute to give some appreciation to my producer, Ashley Ann Krigbaum, to the editor, Jessica Plachik, to the higher-ups at KQED, that's Julie Kane, David Marcus, and Holly Kernan. Big thank you to the audience out there. Thank you for tuning in. Do us a favor, spread the word about the podcast. Make sure to tell people to subscribe and rate five stars. Thank you for your time. I'm your host, Pendarvis Harshaw. Peace. I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.